Welcome everyone to the Entrepreneurial Mindset. I'm your host, Nathan Rapine, with episode 21. Does passive income really and truly exist? Now, I did have an episode earlier on in the creation of this podcast talking about the three different kinds of income, and I did very briefly touch on passive income and did give a rough example uh, of passive income. But the fact of the matter is there is a lot of people who are on the internet who are asking friends and family, does passive income truly exist? And passive income being defined as something where you put in work and you never have to put in work after a certain point and continue to get paid. So this is something essentially where you put in upfront work, you stop putting in upfront work, and that moment when you stop, you begin to collect money and never have to touch it ever again. So does this exist? And my answer to that question is yes. And we're going to be getting into several different examples, some of which I am directly a participant of, some of which are different things that I've seen and different actions that I've seen other people take that I would constitute as passive income. So with that being said, let's get into this. So Number one would be dividend investing. So you could be somebody who invests in individual equities that do pay a dividend. This could be monthly in the form of real estate investment trusts. This could be quarterly, semi-annual, or annual. Many of the shares that you know of, many of these blue chip stocks do pay a quarterly dividend. So if you do the work up front, if you do your due diligence, and if you make a conclusion Based on your analysis, if you know how to read a balance sheet, um, cash flow statement, so on and so forth, and you are able to conclude that you see a blue chip stock that pays a dividend that is under uh, what you believe to be fair value is. So, for example, if you believe the fair value of stock X is $100 and it's trading at $80, you would buy that stock knowing that you not only have dividend income, but you also have capital appreciation. It's something you buy, it's something you hold, and it'll continue to pay you quarterly. So that would be one example. A second example, which I am a direct participant of, would be Teachers Pay Teachers. Now, these this is a website where you put on your resources, you put on material of something that you consider yourself to be uh, an expert in, or something that you have a great amount of intelligence in, you create resources for people. So teachers paying teachers being one example, teacherspayteachers.com would be, I put up different content about sales, development, workflow, task management. I have about a dozen resources on there. Some of them are paid. Um, most of them are paid realistically. Uh, some are free just to be able to get some folks on the page and get acclimated to my content where you pay anywhere from 99 cents to a couple dollars to download that file or download that document and be able to utilize it, be it for your classroom, be it for personal resources, professional development, so on and so forth. I've had resources on Teachers Pay Teachers for years that to this day still get a download and I still make commissions on. So even though I've been hands off of it, I'm now starting to put a little bit more content back on it, but I've had content I've put on there, haven't touched for years, and still get paid on to this day. So that's example number two. Number three would be real estate investments. Now I would be careful 
And I will preface by saying, when I say real estate investing passively, this is you get into a property, you buy a building with multiple units with partners, and you have a property management company or you have a manager represent your business to be able to make those decisions for you when something breaks, when something needs replaced, when a tenant needs something, you are not the direct point of contact because what happens is if you are the direct point of contact for that property, it does not become passive income. It is active income in the sense that you are putting time in whenever you are called upon or when it is necessary for you to work directly on the property for the rent that you have coming in every month. So the only way that real estate realistically is a form of passive income is if you can get enough money together to be able to purchase multiple units and have a investment property um, basically managed by property managers, or you have your own business with partners that directly deal with that, or you have a manager or a representor, something of that nature. So that would be number three. Number four, decent segue into this, would be a silent partner. So this is more seen in private equity where you put up a bunch of money and you basically just reap the rewards as the company grows. Now, in order to get involved in private equity, you need to be what's called an accredited investor, which has certain capital requirements and so on and so forth. But nonetheless, this is still a form of passive income because if you go in, say, as an active partner where you're helping the management, you're helping to run meetings, and you're helping logistics and operations, that's still active income. Versus if you are a silent partner, meaning I'm just putting in money and I'm just expecting a certain return on investment now uh, for the remainder of the life of that company or organization. If you are a silent partner, that is passive income because once you've put in your money, you're done. The last one is social media, and what we're seeing here is this trend now towards uh, payment to creators on different social media platforms. One great example is TikTok. So again, um, me being you know somebody who is doubling down on TikTok and doubling down on personal branding, so on and so forth, this is a great example as well too, because with TikTok, once you hit a threshold of 10,000 followers, you can apply to be in what is called the... TikTok creator, um, creator fund. What that is essentially is TikTok paying you directly as the creator a certain amount of money, depending upon the videos that you post, its engagement, likes, views, comments, so on and so forth. So being actually paid for that content. Now, the reason why this can be classified as passive is say that you are approved into the TikTok creator fund and you just decide to create and produce a slew of videos and not touch it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, so on and so forth. Those videos, depending upon the quality, are still going to be able to perform very well and be able to consistently get engagement throughout a long period of time. Myself, using as an example, have had videos where they have accumulated views and likes for months before they've kind of fizzled out in the algorithm. So if I were part of the TikTok Creator Fund, that video would have been making me money for months and months, even though I posted it a long time ago and have nothing to do with it anymore. It's something I put out and then it just continues to pay me for as long as the algorithm decides per se. So those are five different examples of what passive income truly is or what can be. The fact of the matter is, 
is that it's possible. However, you need to understand and recognize that there are a lot of people out there that will try to convince you that other things are passive when they really aren't. So you need to be careful with what it is you actually involve yourself with, what your actual definition of passive income is, and how you can essentially set yourself up to create those different streams of income to put in that work up front and then not have to touch it ever again and still continue to get paid by those different sources. So I hope this was helpful for you. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. Thank you.